This episode brought to you by the coming attractions at the beginning of a porno. It just seemed appropriate. Hey everybody, you are listening to Miscast Commentary. Oh yes, you are. You're listening to Miscast Commentary. Where two guys have seen way too many movies and have way too much time on their hands. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. I'm all out of bubblegum. Now here's your hosts, Joe Finley and Todd Murray. Welcome to Miscast Commentary. This is Joe Finley. And this is Todd Tebow the Sailor Murray. And we are back with you again, and we are here with Tim Burton's first movie. Oh, that's right. This is Tim well, Burton's first movie. His first feature movie. He did some shorts yeah, and stuff some like short that. Yeah, some shorts. I forgot he did this. Yeah, well, it's him, and we're getting used to it, and we are going to press play. <laughs> get right into it today. You didn't tell him what we're watching. No, they'll figure it out. It's Pee-wee's, okay. <laughs> it's Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I told you last Unlike week when he was, was in the theater, it, it wasn't that big of an adventure, but he still got kicked out. I was probably a pretty big adventure going, getting your uh, picture taken by the police. Who doesn't, like, I mean, seriously, you're, I'm going to say, I, you know, I forgot about this. Mm-hmm. Now that we're watching this movie and Pee-wee Herman was arrested and music composed by Danny Elfman. This was his first movie, too. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they got hooked up, but that's like a match made in heaven. I will tell you the how they got them. hooked up. Oh, good. Okay, wait, wait. Let me let me finish real quick. Yeah. I used to work in a porn theater. Is that true? Yes. I, I don't know, know if that. I ever told you, you this. You never told me this. It was this about is six months dream, in Toronto. My dream job. And when I heard, this was before I had heard, you know, Pee Wee had been busted. Uh, oh, but Phil Hartman was the co-writer of this movie. He wrote, he co-wrote everything that P, him and uh, that Pee Wee Herman did prior oh, to Oh, because he was the, the mailman. Yeah, well, but yeah, he just, he like was essentially a co-creator of Pee Wee Herman. Oh, no way. Love you, Phil Hartman. Yeah. Anyways, when I heard that, you know, you hear that he got kicked out of a porn theater for jerking off. That's what you do in a porn cinema. Yeah. Like what? Like, oh God, like shocking. Yeah. Yeah, That's like you get kicked out of a French restaurant for eating a duck. Yeah. Like what the (laughs) frig? I I remember none of this movie. This, these bike helmets piss me off. Uh, (laughs) There he goes. Pee Wee. (laughs) I love (laughs) Um, what's well, funny because he, he's got the vent he's got the old vintage bike there was this uh, company in uh, california that made these bikes and this wasn't a very high budget film like all things considered and they basically told them we'll pay you ten thousand dollars they made 12 of the bikes which somewhere between they say 10 to 12 it depends on who you ask right day. and they said we will give you ten thousand dollars for the bikes or we will give you a credit in the movie but it won't be both right and well, so they took they, pick? they took the money I'd take the money, too. They took the money. Well, but the idea was that, hey, if you, like, this is an advertisement, and if this becomes a successful movie... Then you'll, yeah, then you'll, you'll be a big bite. Yeah, yeah, you know, you gotta think about it like that, right? Yeah. I, I honestly we, think, like, in hindsight, taking the... The credit might have been better. Well, yeah. that's like when they say, hey, you know, Nicholson, you want to be the Joker. You yeah. can't pay me my $20 million. I'll take a percentage of the take, yeah. and, and then, boom. And then he, for a long time, he was the highest paid actor yeah, I didn't Ever. know this was in France. Made $90 million. This is not in France. Oh. This, this is a definitely an awake sequence, right? Oh. Right? He's not dreaming. Look at that crown. That's, that's the a nice of, crown, man. When I get uh, crowned king of the world, that's the kind of crown I want. I oh, like I like this idea no. of the everybody clearing out for the dream. 
Oh, he's so happy. Like he, that's, that was the face he had in the theater. That's exactly right before yeah, that one, too. That was awesome. Do the um, makeup on him. Th- this is the thing. I mean, I don't think that anybody has ever mastered a character so well like as so this. Like, so wholeheartedly, yeah. And, like, to the point where he was doing it 30 years later and still nailing it. Like, he's a 50-something-year-old man now, and he looks exactly like this still. And I, I still destroying. need to... I need to see the new one. I, mm-hmm. I, I totally forgot about it until we were watching this one. Yeah, it was it was great. And he, like, appeared on a couple of shows. Uh, like, he appeared as Pee-wee on Conan. And it was fantastic. But just, like, it's so good. But um, <laughs> something interesting with uh, Paul Rubens, though, the first time he played Pee Wee Herman was not in anything Pee Wee Herman related. It was in Cheech and Chong's I next movie. I was just going to say, Cheech and Chong, yep. Cheech and Chong's next movie came out a year before the Pee Wee Herman show came out, which was, uh, that was co-written by Phil Hartman as well. And then Pee Wee's Playhouse didn't come out for another, like, couple of years after that. How did he put his clothes oh, on down there? Yeah, that was supposed to be reminiscent of the old school Batman. This is like, or, this really, was this, was Ernest out first or was this out? Because um, his house really reminds me of Ernest's house. I want to say that this was out first, but I'm almost positive that Ernest was doing his commercials before before, that, before this. Huh, because this really does remind me of his house. Mm-hmm. Maybe they got timeshare going on for the play. Oh my God. Yeah. He had a severed face on a friggin' plate. Yeah. So, in addition, so this was written by Paul Rubens and uh, the late, great Phil Hartman. I miss Who I love him very much. He um, was, he wrote everything Pee Wee Herman until he died. In 90, it was 95 he died? Or 98? I have this. I don't know. This just uh, seems so like so. Yeah. It's, like, your your yeah. your breakfast making time is just like way well, longer. Well, it would take yeah, it would take you longer the previous night to, re- to yeah, reset like, everything. Dear Lord. But that's okay. We'll let that slide. Um, the third writer on this was um, yeah. Michael Varhall, and he so he wrote this, and he also co-wrote with Christopher Guest on Christopher Guest's feature debut, which was called The Big Picture, huh. and tons of people in that one too. Yes. If you look that up, it's like uh, yeah. Hey, it's has like the mascot Slater. show out yet? Oh, it? oh, it's been out for a long time. It's oh. great. Is it? Yeah, it was. It was a movie. Oh, it's a movie. It's a movie. It was great. Oh, I thought it was like a like a TV show thing. No, no, no. It was. It wasn't as good as uh, the original three. I, I only like I count the original three as the great ones. So, uh, right. Waiting for Guffman, Best uh, in Show, Best in Show, and uh, A Mighty Wind. <clears throat> right. A Mighty Wind was its own thing, but like Best in Show and uh, Waiting for Government with the Rest. I love just the idea of this. The like writers came up with this. There's like, I'm just going to take a quick break and take my face into a weird shape while breakfast is going because I got time. What a waste of all these products. Pee Wee, like, come on. You're going to drink all that orange juice. Look at pancakes hitting sure. the ceiling. Abe, oh. Abe's making pancakes. Although, like, give it up for that Teflon pan. That's a. <laughs> He's a masochist. Look at him. I love it. What a I like creepy weirdo. He weighs himself. He weighs ninety eight pounds. Ninety eight pounds. I was kind of hoping it was in kilograms, but don't it's not. leave the house. Today. <laughs> uh, maybe not. His house, where they shoot all this, is uh, exactly one kilometer away. So we're Canadian, so we know. Uh, it's just over <laughs> half a mile away from where the restaurant where Sarah Connor worked in Terminator. No. Yeah, it's California. Okay, now Mr. I, T cereal. Yeah, and I need you to know something. That is not a fake cereal. That is a 100% real cereal. Yeah, there's the Quaker logo up in yeah, the left. That, that existed for a time. Surprisingly, not chocolate. Yeah, and it, essentially what it was was Captain Crunch shaped like teas. 
Oh my god, is that what it was? Well, look at it when he pours it out. This is a real just, cereal. Like, look at those eggs. He cut all the whites off. So what it's just, it's weirdo. essentially just yolks. Which is fine, I get it. But <laughs> I get it, because sometimes the whites suck. That's what, see, like, look Ray at it. is Captain Crunch in the form of a tea. <laughs> it's nothing to it, baby. I pity the fool who eat, don't eat their Captain Crunch in the shape of a tea. I pity the fool who doesn't pour cereal on top of their breakfast. Yeah, right. And I pity the fool who doesn't eat with the giant novelty yeah. cutlery. <laughs> yeah, well, I would too. Oh He's very Lord. quirky. He is extremely quirky. I'm terrified of moving into a quirky or like this. No, no, he was he was at a straight theater. Look at that <laughs> oven. That oven is quirky enough. Like you couldn't fit a turkey in there. Is this chair talking and stuff? Where's the chair? No, no, this wasn't like Pee Wee's Playhouse. Like his house was weird, but it wasn't alive. Oh. Uh. So that that all came later. Oh, Actually, shit. Um, one of the guys who uh, he was he was lam- uh, like Lambie and Cherry or whatever, right? Like or Jambi, 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 and yeah, Jambi and Cherry. <laughs> I can't remember the fucking names. Um, that he appears in this movie though. Make it like a high, make a honey ho. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, look at that. That looks like the funnest summer ever, right there. Isn't really that crazy? Does. Buddy, close the window. Perfect I, I like time. that the neighbor loves him though. Like he's really crazy peewee. He's really bringing down property values, but just still, I <laughs> he's love so him. lovable. I love him so much. So what? What is what is peewee's? Jo- oh my lord! Look at this. This is the security system. Yeah. Um, you were about to ask what Pee-wee's job Yeah, what was. the hell? Does, how does he afford this giant house with all these gizmos? I'm going to assume it's an inheritance thing. Ah. Uh, I like it. Or a trust fund of some kind. Yeah. Like, I picture that if you actually met his family. <laughs> oh my God, this is like it's, friggin' it, Adam it's really West's elaborate. backyard. It's re- well, everything was meant to be very Batman-esque. Like, that's why he's got the pole and all that stuff. I love <laughs> how much they like really like play up this bike <laughs> which is really a subpar bike yeah. with a bunch of shit on it look at those yeah. streamers yeah oh it's fantastic does it have a card in the spoke or some of them uh oh no it does it's it, got it a, has a vortex yeah it's got a little yo you, you said the one time that you, you your vertigo kicked in is it literally like i think when the like you're standing there and then the whole background turns into a big spiral and you're like oh no um it kind of feels like if you've ever seen just like a like a, a video where they just start distorting it like squishing it and stretching yeah. it like, that's what it feels like, like. prometheus yeah and the x-men yes that little kid who he messed up wolverine some fierce man oh. he was crying well, you shouldn't have oh, cried. Ah, Prometheus will mess you should, up. Should have been a man and not cried. <laughs> so yeah, we were talking about Danny Elfman. So this was his first movie. Um, he was asked to do this movie because um, Tim Burton went and saw Oingo Boingo in concert. And oh, yeah. Oingo Boingo's lead singer was Danny Elfman. Seriously? Yeah. Danny Elfman was the lead singer of Oingo Boingo? Yeah. What, so, what did Oingo Boingo do? Um, Hook me up with an Oingo Boingo. Hum me a couple bars with some Oingo Boingo. Uh, oh, here comes know. Francis, you motherfucker. Um... Francis, um, this guy here, Mark, it's Mark Holton. He was uh, Chubby and Teen Wolf, which came out shortly after, like right after this. Oh my God, and, yes. And by right after this, I mean they were in the theater at the same time. Uh, and then he was also in, uh, he was in Leprechaun, the first Leprechaun. He played Ozzy that in that. That is right. And then he played Jennifer John. Aniston. He played John Wayne Gacy in the movie Gacy. Oh God. And then he was in. He's in a bunch of random other stuff. Yo, he's still a working. He does actor. look like John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, like good not, casting. Yeah, not just a little. He might um, even be John Wayne Gacy. Oh my God! Stop for sale, Francis. But, 
But he was, again, he was the perfect archetype for what they wanted at this time, Look right? All that American money. Like just, uh. What does he say? Francis Bacon? What's his last name? Francis um, Bean. Dude, yeah, that's no, Madonna's they, kid's name. Yeah, they. <laughs> Look at oh, this. They hate each other. Weird Science is one of Oingo Boingo's songs. Weird Science. Yeah. So. So yeah, there you go. Man. But anyway, so yeah, so they asked him to do it, and he's like, I'm not like formally trained. So he doesn't know how to make, how to really? create scores and orchestra and all this. So the guitarist of Oingo Boingo basically helped him and do, did the orchestration for him, and he wrote the music. So that's this. And then he basically used that as his on the job training moving forward. Really? So two guys from Oingo Boingo did the music for this and did... became one of the biggest score, one of the Is... biggest uh, film film scorers of all time is the guy the guitarist still with danny elfman like do they still team up to do these things or did danny elfman go now i know we do fuck off i think it was really just an i'm helping you out kind of thing because they asked me to do this i think it was a one-off but um again i don't know for certain i don't know that he's not involved in like the recordings or anything like that because like how do you they didn't go in there and then now suddenly like he's good you know like Mm -hmm. he does all these scores right like yeah well and that happens sometimes i mean like what's his face um Freaking Eddie Vedder started scoring movies. Freaking Trent Reznor started scoring movies. Yeah, Trent Reznor does a good right. job too. Let me tell you. Yeah, you like, can always tell a Danny Elfman score when it comes up, man. You know what I mean? They're yeah. always good, but you're always like, "Oh, is this Batman?" No, yeah. it's no. But if it's know? Tim Burton movie, it's definitely a Danny oh, Elfman. Damn right, it's Danny. I'd be offended <laughs> if it wasn't. Tim Burton is the king, the king of loyalty to people. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. like Helena Bonham Carter, Johnny Depp. Yeah, uh, it's like these people show up from movie to movie. Even friggin' Paul Rubens is in more than one yeah. Tim Burton movie. Yeah. Have you seen the uh, the Home for the Peculiar Children? What's that one? Oh, uh, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar. Did you see that? No, I haven't seen. I didn't see the other. Most of the good. Look at uh, those kids laughing. Though. I still haven't laughing. seen Look Big Eyes either. I'd like to see Big Eyes too, but I haven't watched that yet. I love. I love. <laughs> 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 it's so good. They do that, kids. Uh, those cool bikes. They I like. Laugh I, I, I think this is probably the movie with the most bikes in it. Is is that but a the, motor? Is this like a moped crossover? No, I, with the back. I think it's, it's like, like a saddle. Yeah, I think it's a saddlebag. Uh, it's just a hard. Uh, this is like the uh, craziest geez. place. This is, I've where, ever this seen. is where Pee Wee's not allowed to be anymore. Yeah, <laughs> all them kids. That's all right though. Oh, was, he wasn't at a park. Yeah, no, he exactly. He wasn't. He's right. Fine. He's right. And you know what? He's had a really interesting... If you look him up, he's had a really full career still. Like, you feel like all he's done is Pee-wee ever. But he was in... Like, people who who know him a little bit knew he was in Blow and obviously Mystery Man. Oh, he was uh, great in Blow. Yeah. And he is really, really good in that kind of stuff. He's also a voice actor. He's done tons of stuff. He was actually... um, What's interesting is um, the ride Star Tours... At Disneyland and Disney World, yeah. he was the voice. Of, he's the voice of the robot. That's like when you're like waiting to go oh. in the RX twenty four. You get paid for that kind of yeah. thing. I don't know. It's probably pretty. It's probably pretty lucrative. Like I wonder if it's like a commercial. Like if it's yeah. there after the third year, do I get another check? Uh, yeah, prob- there's probably something to or it. Or is it right? one just one giant paycheck? This thing's here for yeah. as long as we want. You got paid. I'm willing to bet there's something to it because I know uh, Robin Williams was the voice of the alien escape thing, and then they replaced it. Oh, that's right. Um, but the, um, there's Elvira. Alien Cow- yes, that was the Elvira picture. Um, but yeah, so what was I saying? <laughs> you, 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 you Elvira me out of, 
Um, I think yeah. no. So he was the voice of RX twenty four, and then um, Star Wars Rebels, the show, the animated show that's on right that's now. Good show. They brought that character mm. into the show, ah. and so and he voiced it then too. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So I mean, he, yeah, he he's been doing a lot of. Uh, yeah, if you look at his IMDb, he's actually got quite a lot going on. <laughs> I like that. Like, he is a real improviser, too. You can tell, like, if if you just gave him a chest full of... If you just gave him a chest full of props like this, he would kill... Like, that would be, like, a stand-up show to end all stand-up oh, shows. Oh, totally. It's like, forget about Carrot Top making up his weird... Like, these are nunchucks, and it's two nuns with, like, with a chain. Oh, yeah. Like, that kind they're of thing. And they're throwing it's up on just, each other. Like, literally, him just putting on those glasses and like, what? What? Like, that's funny. That's hilarious. He rem- you know, I, I re- he re- kind of reminds me of uh, Martin Short as... Uh... Ed Gremlin? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there's a little bit of that in there. Oh, yeah, totally. Could, like, the skinny suit. You know who would play a good, like, facsimile? Like, maybe, like, he wouldn't do the care. I like don't know Pee-wee that he would Doppel do the... Like, yeah, Pee-wee Doppelganger? Like evil Jim Pee-wee. Parsons. Jim From Parsons. Big Bang Theory. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. Like very dark, you know, like when Superman went all dark and Superman three, and he's getting <laughs> drunk and shooting peanuts all over the place. That could be like the, the evil Pee Wee again. Again, this is some kind of like they need to have some kind of thing that brings all his family together. That like has that he could be. You could find like he looks exactly like him, dresses exactly like him. Only he's, he's a CPA, like <laughs> right, like something like this. That. This the area he's in. This mall looks like the greatest yeah. mall area ever. There's yeah. like a magic shop. Look over there. There's like a. These things can't be like animatronic. Those things have to be people. I'm just based on budget guy. and stuff like yeah, that. That's guy. probably John Favreau behind yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. Do you, I have had Ch- Chuck's Bikerama, Woolworth. Yeah. Look at that Woolworth. Some, somebody mentioned that um, the other day. We were broadcasting this. Uh, here's this weird BMX team for some reason. Sweet. Uh, the main BMX kid who's talking here is actually a producer now. He stopped acting a while ago. Uh, where is his name? David Glasser. Uh, he stopped acting in 93. He's produced, like, he produced Agent Cody Banks. Oh, my God. He produced the... Hey, uh, there's what's her name? There's Donnie. Right. Uh, he produced the um, Bradley Cooper movie Burnt. Uh-huh. He produced the sequel to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and he's uh-huh. currently producing a TV show that David O. Russell is creating. Nice. Yeah. It stars Jennifer Lawrence as a down-on-her-luck woman who takes yeah. no prisoners. <laughs> Oh my god. I hope that's true. I hope it's not. Because she has nice boobs. I have had it with that woman. Okay. Well, that's fine. I told everybody don't go see Passengers, and they didn't. <laughs> like, literally everybody didn't. I was kind of bad. That thing, yeah, that thing was basically built to be a hit. Yeah, like a like, like an easy hit. Yeah. And then it was and just like... What was that? Rogue One? No, it was, was that, this was after Rogue One. Passenger. It was near Christmas. I feel like it was Hidden Figures. It might have been, actually. I think you're right. I think Hidden Figures beat Rogue One, and then that yeah. came out the same week. Yeah, there we go. I think you're right. Good call. I mm. want you to know that in my lifetime, I'm a huge bike rider. Yeah. I ride my bike everywhere. Yeah. Like, I don't ride it in here because it's like mine, whatever. It's disgusting out. But I was yeah. riding yesterday, yeah. and I have had like four or five bikes stolen, mm-hmm. honest to God. And yeah. I'm like, I know, I peewee, man. I hear you, bro. Should we tell the story about when my bike got stolen? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> because Todd's Todd's are probably very run of the mill. Mine was weirdly dramatic. We uh 
went to go see Spawn uh, one day. No, we can never watch that movie, just by the way. Yeah. To let you people know out there, we can never, ever watch the movie Spawn. That is a cursed movie. Spawn cursed us. And what happens, I'm going to go through this quick because we got the movie to deal with. But um, <laughs> yeah, That never stopped us before. We, yeah. <laughs> true. Um, but the, uh, yeah, we went to go see, we went to go see Spawn. Todd's uncle shows up. Basically what had happened, backstory, some kid in our school pulled a knife on him yep. at school. Yep. Todd found him. He's like, oh, you're not so tough without your knife now. And just, it's you know. Smacked him a couple just, times. Yeah, he didn't, like, do it any bad. not out of him, right? No, no. So that occurs. And then um, our good friend... Our no, good my friend uncle, decided, yeah, my no, uncle shows up. Yeah, your uncle shows up. Like, you're going to be arrested. Yeah, there's like the cops are at our house. Yeah, the cops thing. are waiting for so me. Like, you have to go. And yeah. I was like, go figure that out. I'll come see this with you tomorrow. I promise. Yeah. Like, we'll just deal with it. I saw the movie and it was a shit fest. <laughs> but I had promised <laughs> to go see that it. happens or you tell somebody like, uh, I promise you I'll go see this movie with you. But you lie and you go before. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it sucks. And then you mm-hmm. have to go and sit in the movie again. Yeah, but this time... I just didn't want to wreck it for you. <laughs> That's a good friend. So I was like, okay. Friend. And then so I come out and my eleven hundred dollar bike was still gone. <laughs> it was like this like really nice yep. rally. Like back when they didn't like when no bikes had shocks on them, this had the front and back shocks and like it was a big deal. And it got stolen and like I just yeah, it was This is what happens. Look, this is what happens when your bike gets stolen and you have to walk home. The unicycle guy doesn't bother me that much. Pizza pizza guy. I saw a guy literally one day just riding a unicycle like that. Like not like pizza? No, not with a pizza, Uh, just for like, oh, I've got to get from point A to point B. I've seen it recently too. Was it in St. Catharines? No, no, this was in Niagara Falls. Okay. It was a huge wheel. Like it was a really big, huge, thick wheel the one I saw. No, this yeah, this one looked very standard. And it was I was just like, you're using that to get from point A to point B. Like what a waste of goddamn time. Oh yeah. Well no the thing is is because he's trying to be one of these like I'm so different. You know what I mean? Like I'm so look at me drive my unicycle. It's like a hipster people need to ride those big wheel ones. Those one like where it's the giant i think they the... need to make big wheels for big kids because mm-hmm. i thought they were the best They're pulling skids yeah yeah no but i was talking about that one that just like the the uh, pedals are directly hooked onto the wheel and it's just the uh, one giant yes. wheel and then the tiny wheel in the yeah. back that guy just went by this Very was actually about. meant to be a uh like a little bit of a hitchcock like vertigo uh yeah. reference giant vertigo well i know i'm feeling dizzy <laughs> look at this but again, the the homage to bikes, it's everywhere. The Soviets. the Soviets, exactly. Better be red than dead, baby. I love. I like the I like the writing in this. It's very simple. There's not a lot. Like we just went minutes without any dialogue yeah. whatsoever. It was just because again, Beetle, like I was going to just say Beetlejuice, but I was like <laughs> Beetlejuice was very similar. You had these long visual, yeah. like you have a lot to take in. And I mean, that was a much more visual movie, obviously, yes. but because of the design, but this one had all the bikes and had like, this new part two. And, uh, yeah, it's announced. Yeah. yeah. That's so, wicked. So by all supposedness, it was, it is going to be done. Is Phil Hartman in this? Uh, he does it. have a small role in this, yes. Um, oh man, I love this. Is another great house again. Just the design. This one, it's a lot simpler than Looks the like other uh, Tim hole. Horton movies. Yeah, I do like. Well, this Hobbit. is because he hasn't gone into his morose. Oh. Like it seems mm-hmm. like he's not there yet. You know? Yeah. Oh, oh my god! Odd job. This guy was recently arrested. What? I can't, yeah, I can't remember for what. It was like something bad, though. It was like I think it was like sexual assault. 
Really? Yeah. Like, I don't remember. I just remember the guy who played Odd Job went to jail. Oh, for giving an uh, odd job. Yeah, probably. But, um... Oh, God. I asked for a hand job, yeah. not an odd job. Get the fuck out of here. I love that. He, he, got, he got that <laughs> thing attached really quickly. <laughs> This is the tub to end all tubs. I, I would I would have a bath every day if this was oh my Oh, my God. You can get me to bathe every day. Jesus. That's uh, how the man gets you. Yeah. Oh, but still. Like, oh, that's my what God. I'm he's, oh, he's spitting it out. Yeah. Well, whatever, right? Francis, come whatever. on. Somebody else will clean it up. Like this looks actually... No, you know what? I was just going to say that. I guarantee you that's the stairway from Amazing Spider-Man 2. You think so? When he goes to see... Uh, Dane, Dane DeHaan as, um, what's his face there? Name that stairway! Yeah, I, I no, get... but it does really look... It looks like the one from Exorcist or something. It yeah. looks like, like... Uh, no, it yeah, It looks it's... like one of the ones I've seen, you know, those haunted shows? Like, one of the, like, she's running something. Yeah, no, I, I like, it looks exactly <laughs> like when, um... What's the bad guy's name? Green Goblin's name. What's his actual name? Willem Dafoe. No, no. Um, like, the character's name. Osborne. <coughs> yeah. Some, uh, when he Harry goes or Norman or... yeah yeah so he goes to see Norman Osborne's dying and and well and he dies and he goes to see Harry and he's standing at the top of the stairs and he's at the bottom and he has this like slow I right. guarantee you that is those are the stairs okay from everybody out there in uh, podcast land all mm-hmm. your staircase aficionados yeah I actually recently got rid of my bi-annual staircase aficionados magazine uh, i'm really regretting that like, you, wow i think i think it was covered in last months too oh my god look at this yeah. rumble <laughs> <laughs> the slide he's just sliding oh. around i love i feel like that character would be played by a samoan now he's not samoan no huh. he's i think he's japanese i don't know oh they gotta wear the suits eh i want to yeah. have my own like rich guy onesie yeah Oh, he's so good in this character. Like just those faces, <laughs> and like that. Uh, look at he's all wet. He could play like like he would have played like Louis Anderson in the Louis Anderson story had like Louis Anderson like fallen apart at this time. Yeah, did Louis Anderson win an Emmy for Baskets? Yeah, he, he did. Yeah, play, play, he plays plays a woman, not a transgender. He just plays uh, a, a he is a woman, and oh. he he plays uh, dude's mom. Uh, he plays Galifianakis. Yeah, he plays Galifianakis. I always liked him. I thought he was dead. Oh no! Louis, yeah, not Louis. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's. The, I thought that was the only way that you switched uh, hosts of uh, Family Feud. <laughs> well, Family Feud. Tough for answers are on the board. <laughs> Get Steve Harvey. Actually, no. There were several people between way him and Steve Harvey. Richard John Carnes. O, Richard Carnes. John O'Hurley. Uh, Jay Peterman from. Psycho. Oh yeah, Jay Peterman. Yeah. He was terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, let's yeah, settle yeah. all differences over a piece of gum. You remember when right. people used to solve their differences over a piece of gum? Yeah, that's why like juicy fruit was Instead such a big commercial. Pe- oh. oh my god! For my <laughs> Papa Shango got to him. Papa Shango. Why? See that that <clears throat> wasn't happening to the. Why was the older actor freaking out? Because it wasn't happening to him. Uh, Dottie. Speaking of people who are voice actor people, like she became a mega voice actor after this. She voiced Tommy Pickles in Rugrats. She's a voice of one of the Powerpuff Girls. Uh, tons. It's crazy how much work you can get doing voiceovers. Well, that's the if you can she control like Yearly Smith's sister or something. She does, but if you can control your voice and make it do even just slightly different things, right? You like you work forever. It's like you have hundreds of jobs a year. Look at that guy. He looks kind of like Chris Kattan. He kind of looks like Squiggy. Yeah, a little bit of that, too. Yeah, which I'm sure is on purpose. Uh, look at him. 
This looks like uh, hey. the, the place in Roadhouse. What? Last last week, uh huh, we watched a movie yes. that took place in Detroit. This guy's wearing a Detroit Tiger shirt. Nice. Where's like our Saint Elsewhere? I don't have. I, I, I have that no tiger. I have no. Yeah, that tiger was in Saint Elsewhere <laughs> and the and the right tusk. <laughs> But no, uh, I got no saying elsewhere on this one, unfortunately. I hope those aren't real. You think oh, those are real? They could be, but it's not like they ordered them specifically for this. Oh, they might. I have. like that all of these people rode their bikes here. <laughs> like everybody's got a bike, even so the old bike pe- meeting. Look, even the old people. Oh, the dogs right into her. <laughs> oh man, everybody's here now. Is that is that, is that, is that dude there in the suit? Uh... Is he in the show? That guy there? Um, Does he play someone? Potentially. I don't know. I think we're going to get paranoid about all the people because there are quite a few people in, in this. In everything. Who, who, yeah, but no, but but also just who have been in the other PB Herman right. thing. But playing completely different roles. Probably a lot of crossover, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it could be whatever. Anybody have picture frames anymore? Yeah. No, they didn't. No, it's just you uh, thumbtack it to your wall now. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. like that. I like that somebody got that picture. <laughs> oh, man. He's a certain Look at the hair on yeah, that guy. He's a certain kind of. Uh, he's definitely like on that, that autism spectrum. Who's, uh, yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> you think that he's got a little bit of the autism in him, eh? She does look like Yardley Smith, eh? Yeah, she's again. It's just that young '80s thing. She's that's that's Yardley Smith from uh, City Slickers. Yeah, like I'm late for my period. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I love like, the BMX gear. The guy's on the ball all the time in his BMX gear. <laughs> I love this. What's the significance? I don't. <laughs> he really, he really gets everybody. Oh in. my god, they're like still oh. going here. He's so, oh, he's so good though, because like he, there's no peewee where like there's no ebb and flow to his energy. It's always at like if it gets low, it's at like ninety eight point six. You know, it's just if like it gets hey, low, it's at one oh five. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. <laughs> now I'm gonna amp up. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, Pee Wee. <laughs> this guy knows how to act. Look at him. This guy should have been uh, Oh my god, yes. This guy should have been Billy D. Williams. Oh my god. Oh, he's lost. He's it. losing it. <laughs> he's Pee Wee. <laughs> I want to see Pee Wee and more stuff. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. He j- he tends to just show up. Like, he was actually something he was brilliant in. And this was not that long after the whole theater thing was Murphy Brown. Oh, yes, that's right. He was a genius on that show. He Is played he like secretary or something. Yeah, because like one like her big thing was she always got a new assistant. Right. And like every episode and he was on for a while and he was like evil and he was like, like he like kept like, screw, like screwing people over and people would just like disappear type thing. Like he Kramer, was like a, Kramer end up on Murphy Brown on Seinfeld where they're like, hey, it's yes. Kramer. He's yeah. Well, it was the episode when Kramer went out to LA and then he, they thought he was, he was a serial a killer. Yeah. Give her a uh, break, girl. Is that his girlfriend? Yeah. Uh, no, she it's like to be his girlfriend. It's like his uh, his Love boof, interest. his boof from oh. Teen Wolf. It's like just the girl who kn- they've known each other forever, and boof. they should be together, but they're not but together. They're, not. they're just friends. They're platonic yeah. friends. They're platonic friends. Just because they're male be and female doesn't mean they have to get together. It really does. See, oh guys, yeah. <laughs> <kind of> brain. <laughs> I love that. 
the scene oh, earlier yeah. we met we we missed the scene already but the scene where he comes in and he falls on the bikes and all the bikes collapse he had the flu during that scene so i can only imagine what that felt like for him that must have been awesome because <laughs> he had to come in and just like go, oh <laughs> i love this <laughs> see um actually uh that <laughs> that thug was danny elfman oh no way yeah because, yeah, he's just about to get his fortune. Because they stand in the alley at all times waiting for somebody new. Hey, who's... Oh, no, he walked through the other day. Yeah. You're, hey, you're new. You're regular. Yeah. You're like... Yeah, uh-oh. but... But, yeah, that was uh, Tim Tim Burton's little thing. It's crazy. Tim Burton's got one of those really weird careers. I got to talk about him a lot because when, when you were gone, we did The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, yeah. And... Um, you ruined was, all your Tim Burton trivia. I wrecked all of it. But he was an animator at Disney. That's right. For a long time. And he started doing little th- little things on his own, and then he got recommendations to do some other stuff. And like so it kind of grew out of that. So it's interesting to see, you know, and that's why he got, uh, he was able to do Nightmare Before Christmas. He didn't get to do it under the Disney banner. He did it under, like, the Buena Vista he banner. He didn't direct Nightmare Before Christmas. He didn't know he produced it. Yeah. He, like, created it. And, like, like he his did story stuff. and yeah. stuff. I love that movie. Yeah. So, like, it's... um. Yeah, so like it was that was kind of his brainchild that he it was he wrote actually while he was working at Disney he wrote the poem that uh, Nightmare uh, Nightmare Before Christmas was about right and then he and then he wrote the movie based on that and then he basically uh, because he didn't have directing experience they went right. to get somebody else well he went to get somebody else because he wanted it to get made good old <laughs> Timmy B what's he working <laughs> on now Timmy B. Um, I don't know. Some of Johnny Depp. He does. He has a project going too. I didn't like. I didn't look up what it was though. But yeah, he's he's one of those guys, and it's just crazy. And he again, he can just work constantly. And then and he's kind of as much as all of his movies are known. He's always kind of under the radar. Like you, you forget about Big Fish. You forget about like big eyes. Well, you you have to do movies like that, or else people uh will be like, "Oh, all you do is make remakes of like blah blah." Yeah, you're just weird. I went to, you know, it's crazy that literally, mm-hmm. what's, crazy? what's the number of the day today? The, the 8th or the 7th? Uh, the 10th. On the weekend, on Sunday, yeah. I went over across the street from the gym, uh-huh. is the, the hotel, and oh. it was the psychic fair. Oh, it was the psychic fair, man. I went in. It cost you $20 to go in there. And then, I, you know, nothing even happens. I went to that psychic fair. You went to it. I went not not this year. I've I've gone to it yeah. before. It's and it was in the same place. And uh, Carrie was paid like, twenty dollars. Yeah. Didn't give me anything. Yeah. Well, we had like a deal. I love that he's got the the big thumb. But the um, the idea. Yeah, the idea was uh, like Carrie was just like, oh yeah, let's just go and check it out and see whatever. And some guy gave us like a sample reading, and he's like, you're like this and like this, and it was kind of yeah. whatever and i was like okay thanks and we just moved on and we did a little like walkabout in the place and then we were sitting for a little bit and then i heard the voice and he said a like word for word the exact same thing and the person's like tell me more <laughs> and i'm like you are so full of shit they need to have like i was i was really disappointed because like i had spent 20 dollars just yeah. to walk into this tiny room mm-hmm. and with psychics and gemstones and i thought like i thought it would get something for my 20 dollars mm-hmm. like uh like I, you know, something, but no, no, literally just to walk in, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This is bullshit." 
Um, and but I always thought like like there should have been some guy in the corner pointing, and it's and you're doomed, doomed. You know what I mean? Yeah. It should have been way more. But it has to be what like they have Zartan. to pick one person a day. Yeah, yeah. Zartan should have been yeah. there. You know, from Big Zoltar. Zoltar yeah, should have yeah, yeah. been there. Like I was like, this is bullshit. Yeah, it was basically <clears throat> some people who read cards, some people who read palms, and then go home. And to be and there was a lot of really young women getting yeah. readings. I was yeah. like, oh God, like what the hell's happening in here? Young women are always into astrology. It's not this specific group. I don't think, you, no, I think a, you're right. It's My girlfriend's like, right into it. She's on the line all the time. Actually, you know, let me take I don't have ladies out in podcast world. I, when I say my girlfriend, I mean my left hand. Yeah. Okay. So don't be tuning out, you know, because yeah. the heartthrob tea's not uh, <laughs> floating your boat. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tebow. Yeah. No, I got a girlfriend. She's going to kill me now. Todd's got uh, a girlfriend. <laughs> Tebow the sailor is swinging free. That's no. right. <laughs> I, we should have a show, you know, Tebow yeah. the sailor, but it's like Ed the Sock. That'd be good. All the girls in the hot tub. <laughs> we should have Ed the Sock on here. You know, this is what I was going to say. Yeah. Okay. Because we're talking about Tim Burton. You're starting to sound like okay. you're okay. And, and we <laughs> were watching Robocop. Yeah. When I mentioned that money before, it's because it's for this giant pile of cocaine to so yeah. get through five movies in a row. And one bill to roll up. I, yes. <laughs> I, you know, I do heroin as well, but I do it, nice. I do it in the new way. <laughs> I use the same needle every time. Oh, good. But a different designer belt. That's a great idea. I like to switch it up. It's a little bit more expensive, a little bit less hygienic, but... That's just the, the way I like to do my things? Yeah. Anyways, yeah. what I'm saying is I'm going to spend a shit ton of money yeah. to put myself into... Bing. <laughs> the uh the other Tim Burton movie you watched. Oh yeah. I was jealous of that one. That Sorry. you watched that. I'm gonna yeah. there's gonna be a re-edit like uh, like when George Lucas keeps coming out with the fucking Star Wars. He's probably still calling Disney. Wait, wait, I'm not done. Wait, we could release a clip. I gotta put we could release a clip of that sometime if you want to come in. I'll I'll play the commentary over it, and you just interject. And we'll I do like commentary a, over the commentary. Well, yeah, that, that's what I mean. <laughs> that's specifically what I mean. Is you'll just sit there and you'll act like you're part of the conversation, or you'll just talk over us. So like, forget you guys. We just ruined it. You have to cut that out of this. We can do that as a surprise. <clears throat> well, there's no. This is live. This is the only way he to get said, across the border. He said uh, that he based this on his sister, so I feel really bad about. <laughs> I really feel really bad for his sister. And he's not talking about the woman; he's talking yeah. about the guy there, the hippie guy. Yeah, my memory of this movie made me think that that was Jimmy Smith's. <laughs> it's not Jimmy Smith's. Let's just all be very clear about that. It's it not like him. A, look at him. He looks like uh, who is that guy? It's Jimmy Smith's. Jimmy Smith's plays <laughs> his beard. Yes. But no, it's just because you know when you're like thinking back to a movie and you remember and you're like, yeah, yes. that guy looked like Jimmy. It was definitely Jimmy Smith. Yep. Then it's like I'm committed. Look at like what is? I that? love that. That looks like some olive oil. Well, wear. actually, in, in the um thing, they said that a lot of like the design and the outfit and stuff was really inspired by olive oil. He's <laughs> like, but his like actual like behavior and stuff was based <laughs> on his sister. But good God, so pale and scary that nose too like how is he not like, always buddy. a vampire he you know what realistically oh. he should have been the lead in dark shadows instead of uh, is that movie any good not really dark oh dark shadows i'm sorry i thought you were thinking the one by the guy who was in the concords oh he did no. a vampire one what we do in the shadows or something yeah i didn't see that either. it's supposed to be really funny oh I'm, I'm sure it's hilarious he writes good music well depending on which guy it is yeah, I don't know. Because the one guy writes good music. The other guy is just there. <laughs> he performs and he's you funny. You gotta have one of those. Yeah. Uh, well, one of them has to be like the 
I keep like I keep thinking scenes from the other one are going to come up. Yeah, from Big Top Pee Wee. Well, it's hard when like you've seen like again we've seen these movies like both of them fifteen. Like years so, ago, this one definitely just, that I've yeah. seen RoboCop like on TBS. Yeah, you know years ago, but this one it's been a long time. Did Tim Burton do Big Top Pee Wee? No, I don't believe that's. I don't believe he did. I don't know who did Big Top Pee Wee. Oh man, oh, that's something to look up, bruh. Yeah. My God, that's information we can find. Uh it's it's fun, yeah. Because when you watch this, and then you, it's again, it's very much one of those movies, and I've been finding it more and more. Where uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love the roadsides. The roadsides are so the squigglies falling. <laughs> but and it's such a cheap scene to do. Like they're probably just sitting in a studio. Oh my standing god! Still. Yes, it's just black. We, we learned how to shoot this when I was in school, and it was literally just like two guys just running back and forth with lights. And we actually brought my car into the studio, but right. it wouldn't, you couldn't just drive it in. So we actually had to like pick up the car and move it like on angles. <laughs> I love all the <laughs> farther falling. Eh? This is the best. <clears throat> I love it. He's like nervously still laughing. Eh? Like, <laughs> well, what else would you do? Yeah. Right? Uh, that's fantastic. What, what did they, what did they steal that in where he rips the top off and goes flying into the air? Oh, I don't know. Probably like every other movie. Parasailing, like, like one of those fucking Fast and the Furious 12s. I was going to say, it had to, it was probably like one of like the early 90s Bond movies. It was like the the last ones that Roger Moore was in type thing. Is anybody who actually tells you that they're a loner or a rebel? Yeah. I think the only other person who did do it was, um, What's his face? No, no, no. Uh, Some call him a loner, a rebel. Michael Richards in uh, (laughs) Problem Child, because he says almost the exact same movie. Did we miss the scene? Was this guy like, I just broke out of prison. He's like, what were you in there for? And he's like, you know, that mattress, that tag that's on the mattress? Yeah. Cut it off. (laughs) Is that him? I I believe so, yeah. So this is the guy who did it. Good old Randall Kleiser. He he directed Grease. Oh, look at some animated scene. Yeah, this is great. This is like I don't oh, even know the point. Geez. I I feel like they do this kind of shit. No, you know what though? I feel like this was just something they forgot to shoot. Oh, so then they had to throw it in. And so they're just me. like, well, like well, I'd like to get it. I'd like to get it in there. And then they just did the eyes, and they're like, oh, I know a guy who can animate, and <laughs> we'll just do the eyes, and it'll be uh, cheap uh, and wait, fast. I like when they do stuff like this, or like when there's a Muppet yeah. character, but nobody says like, hey, that mm-hmm. guy's a Muppet. You well, know what I mean? But everybody's a regular, but there's yeah. like a one Muppet that's hanging yeah, him or something, in, you know? Like in this style, <laughs> in in this style of movie, it's necessary. It's you see, like, like in the top left, there was like a mountain lion just kind of looking around. I did. I I was looking at the bottom right where there was like a ram. There's a couple of fake ones too yeah. in there. Well, yeah, I'm just uncertain. That they... <laughs> I want to go on an adventure like this. Because this is a real safe one. Like, there's no, you know, people aren't shooting and getting mm. killed. And we don't know that because, like, he like he was driving in the extreme dark. He probably is a there. serial killer. Oh, there's large oh, Marge. <laughs> oh, truckers, eh? He told Paul Rubens told this woman as they were finished shooting this. They're like, no matter what happens with this movie everybody's going to remember large Mars. It's true. It's like everybody. And he actually, and uh, they did like a DVD, like an anniversary DVD commentary for this. And he said that shortly before she died, he came across her again and she had thanked him for saying that and stuff. And he's like, it was totally true. Yep. Wasn't it? Like, yep. 
<laughs> the first time. Uh, if you pay special attention to her, she does not <laughs> blink during this entire scene while she's telling this story. She does not blink one time. I wonder if that was her character acting or if they were like, don't blink. It makes uh, it creepier. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what's interesting is the story she's actually telling you is 100% based on the song Phantom 309 as by Red so- uh, Savine. <laughs> oh my god! That's the... That's the, the ultimate... Away, eh? Yeah. That's the, the ultimate and just the ultimate in... Uh, uh, what's his face in Tim Burton effects? Like that is what everything looks like in a Tim Burton movie. Like something right out of like a like a like an old white zombie booklet, you know, like yeah. the pictures Rob Zombie would draw in there, right? <laughs> exactly. Like something right out of Splatoon. <laughs> it did. It looked like the old guy that's an ever yeah. played Splatoon. What a great game! Look at that hair. <laughs> <laughs> cackles. The ca- yeah, I do love Tell some cackles. Words. <laughs> you know what's good about this movie, too, man? A lot of women. Yeah. And you see that the one cop was a black lady. Yeah. I was like, this is good stuff. See this right here, man. Mm-hmm. He's going to go in there and he's going to yeah. run into that little retarded boy talking about them video games. <laughs> I was just going to say, do you remember where we last saw this? this? But I guess you do. Um, <laughs> yeah. I want you to know right now that this is the only scene of the film that I remembered, and I was waiting to say that. (laughs) (laughs) And look, there's the video game. Totally pre-played. They should be in the background playing. That would have blown your mind. Even if, like, because if this came out after, that would have been the best if they just got kids dressed like them because it's just the back of their heads. Large Mars. Oh, Jesus. Every person in here, a regular trucker. Um, I where I didn't see him, but apparently Tom Berenger is in this diner. What? Yeah, he's just like in the background. Uh, That's. Uh, do you remember this guy? Hey, he's in Beetlejuice. He's the caretaker in Beetlejuice who right. tells them where, like the. Oh, there was Tom Berenger. I he, just missed he, him. He literally. Well, you barely saw. It's him. just the side of his head. There, there was nothing to see. Head. It was like I think he was just there. Tonight's the anniversary. Mm-hmm. And again, and it, this all this guy does. <laughs> Is give you creepy exposition. That's his job. See, this is the guy that we needed inside the psychic fair. See, there's you can see. To, um, he's got like a trucker cap on, like really low. Yeah, that's you did need one of those. Yeah, guys in the something fair. right. Mm-hmm. It needed to be more gimmicky. Like it took itself yeah. too seriously. He so he's right behind him. There's Tom Berenger. That, that I'm telling you right now, that is definitely Tom Berenger. What the hell is he doing over there eating? He's waiting for um. Uh, for what's it called? The, why can't I remember the name? A major league to start. <laughs> lots of stuff. Oh, look at her. They're just superstitious. She's looking at what she likes a man in a bow tie. Yeah. The bow tie killer. That's Simone. Um, Interesting thing about them. They were in another movie together, another Tim Burton movie. They both played the Penguin's parents in Batman Returns. You. I'm not, I cannot believe that you just said this. I really wish I would have said it before, but when he was in the rain and he was going into the psychic, yeah. I literally was going to say, he looks like the penguin. I'm not shitting you, <laughs> but I didn't, I don't know why I didn't say it. Yeah. And what's even better, he still plays the penguin's father because yep. in Gotham, he plays mm-hmm. the penguin's father where he oh. looks, he looks precisely like Robin Lord Taylor who plays the penguin in Gotham. I don't watch it. But I, I know I, I saw a bunch of episodes. I thought it was pretty good. I just don't like the way that like they've changed everything. Where yeah, all the see, bad, yeah, all no. the bad guys already exist yeah, as Batman's growing know. up. Yeah, it's the shit you got to get over. Like people yeah. watching like friggin' uh, what's it called all the time. Like mm-hmm. uh, I used to have a problem with like Smallville for the same reason because yeah. I was like they're just making up their own stupid drama stories. But 
Yeah. yeah, that's what people want, I guess. Well, and what kills me She's too. Sweet on Pee Wee, look at her. And they're all so their character in that. Like uh, the Riddler, like when he's like a, he's like a the um, forensics guy. And he's yeah. like, "Hey guys, I found the bullet. Riddle me this." And I'm like, "Fuck you immediately. Fuck you right now. <laughs> Fuck you to death." Like it was just. And so how is he not supposed to know right away that that's him? Yeah, right. Yeah, like, like you you instantly figure all that out. And yeah, then like... there was just like, and then they met like Poison Ivy like five seconds in because like they go into this uh, apartment and it's all shitty in there, but there's a ton of plants and there's this little redheaded girl. Yeah. And it's like, oh, there's poison. Or the like, guy what? that they said was going to be the joke and then it turned mm-hmm. out like he wasn't yeah, and all the glory like she brings all her boys into the old rump yeah. of the dinosaur <laughs> well, I do it in the ass ooh of the dinosaur oh uh, this kind of reminds oh, me of how Homer geez. got Marge pregnant at the mini oh that's right <laughs> she's totally she's sweet on him totally yeah. I can tell oh uh, is that her boyfriend it, it doesn't it looks it guy. looks like Bluto it does oh, He's, uh, he looks like uh, what's his name uh, um he was the guy that wants to punch Will Ferrell in the face and uh, just kind of want to punch in the face. Everybody. Well, he was uh, Rob Cordry. What the hell is the guy's name? Well, Rob Cordry is a person, but he doesn't yeah, look like him. him. He's, he was just in some stupid diss battle show. Oh, was it? Um... He was in Dumb and Dumber 2. He was, I'm trying to think of something really big. You, don't you remember him in, uh, kind of just want to punch you right in the face. He worked for the uh, Adam. I know who you're talking about. I can't think of his name. Doesn't yeah, matter. Doesn't matter. Let's skip. Let's skip. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, buddy. Yeah, the. Uh... Oh God. Leo's been there. Like she, she wants to make the. Oh, now you're like, oh, geez. Yeah. Now you gotta listen to her cry. She he, looks like an if, old woman. If if she if he would have done what he should have and started making out with her yeah. when they got in, he wouldn't have to listen to this goddamn sob story. That's true. What's also funny? She kind of looks like uh, Gina Davis when she starts to like age and like deteriorate at the end of beetlejuice when uh, otho's doing <laughs> right. the the spell that's kind of what she looks like sorry yeah sorry not to body shame but oh, yeah, i'm buddy he was in demolition man demolition man every movie we do ties together because they all take place within a five-year period that might be what it is we need to actually do it like a chart at the end of the season i've actually been working episode. have you i've been working on one i'm trying to like i'm just getting data together right now about like i want to see like what our longest movie is what the average year right and that kind of thing he looks a little bit like richard mall yes from he does night court he he's a mixture of richard mall and the guy that i can't think of his name <laughs> Uh, it's like on the tip of my brain it's fucking killing me nice i like this is one thing that happens with uh, that i like with peewee he's very much like a uh like a a lower stakes he's a lower stakes forrest gump yes he's changing people's lives but not like but not making them billionaires yeah or famous or dead along the way I like the, I it's like true. that they He's changing lives. I like that they took the time to build out that tongue. And that he's a stuff. listener. He's, like, he's a good guy. He's a good See, guy. he didn't do what oh. most dudes would have done, which was rip a bone off of a prehistoric museum gift shop sign and beat you to death with it. That uh, <clears throat> I think he's going to do that, or it was his plan to do that. But now the bone's not available. She is pleasantly happy now because she thought the same yeah. thing was going to happen that she was going to go get banged, and then they were going to drive off into the distance, leaving her. But no, he listened. Yeah. He, no, he's, her. he cares. He's playing the long game because he's like, on my oh, way back, I am going to tear that shit up. Oh, yeah. Where you want to go, you want to be. Would you rather have sex in the ass end of a T-Rex or the brontosaur? Or... I, um, the safety of the, uh, under the underside of a brachiosaurus makes me, uh, very happy. Mm. 
I'm trying to find out. I'm trying to figure out what kind of bone that was. So that was guy was it's not a in femur, shape. bro. You're gonna hit no. Well, it definitely it looked like a femur, femur, but of what? Oh, oh, like it's well, a human. Yeah, so that was a human femur. Yes. <laughs> oh, what, oh my god, minute balls femur. Yes, it's shattered easy too. Nice. You see that? There's gigantism disease. I Bones like shatter. The bindle is like my favorite useless prop. Is that the, the sack over yeah, the? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the bindle. Was, Ooh. The, the Simpsons use the uses a bindle more than any human yes. has used or, a bindle. What? Yeah, that too. But the um, that's one thing. And again, that's what that was a big uh, John Schwartzwelder and Roger Meyer type thing. Those two act, those two writers of the Simpsons would constantly make somebody have a bindle. <laughs> they loved it. Eh? Yeah. Oh my God. Here's more stop motion. Yeah. Yeah. See, you can. It. What's great about um, Tim Burton is it took him no time to find his voice. No. It was just about. It was all a matter of money. Yes. It was just like this is the money I've got and this is what I'm doing and now I got more money. I'm just gonna do more of it. I always wondered, like, like you know, this is his first movie. Yeah. What do you have to do as a director to prove to these people that you can do it? Like, yeah. what, where? Well, he ha- he has a res- like he directed a bunch like a of short movies, and shorts, stuff. and like he was you know he had experience and he knew people and like it was this guy always of, plays a homeless guy, always plays a homeless guy except the one time where he played a flat person in Beetlejuice. He oh, was like, that's right. Yeah. In between the wall, yeah. And between you and me, <laughs> I'm feeling a little flat. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's what he says. Look at that. He's like a real homeless guy. Yeah, he's definitely... I don't think he's been aware that he's been in any of the movies. I love the idea of this homeless guy riding the rails singing like he's not, you know, shitting himself and (laughs) crying and freaking out about, you know, his kids or whatever happened in the past that made him a homeless guy that rides Mm -hmm. the rails. Well, because you're sucking in constant diesel fumes. Do you think you're really thinking about... (laughs) Oh, yeah, Pee-wee's just like... (laughs) It's the only only time he gets down. He's just like... Uh, can you, <laughs> can you guess what is the worst word he says? Like from an, like an adult oh, like situation. Kind of what is the worst thing he says? He says it in this movie. He's already said it in this movie. Frig. No. Crappy. 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 They say, get another bike. I don't want another crappy bike. That's swearing for him. Yeah. And everything's bigger in Texas, peewee. Yeah. The Alamo. <laughs> The Alamo is a fun looking building. I don't want to go. I don't want to go there. No, I uh, want nothing to do with a friend of mine. A friend of mine was just in Texas. She went to Austin and I uh, did a bunch of that stuff. And like Austin, I'd like to go to and all that stuff. I don't want to go to these places so they can just go. Yeah, we're we're Texas. Is that Jan? We're the best. Yeah, it's Jan hey. Hooks who improvises basically her entire role in this movie. Another person who appears in multiple um, Tim Burton movies because she's right. also in Batman Returns. Yes, so I like her. Yeah, she's great. She's uh, and like again, another person, another Saturday Night Live alum who knew exactly where her role was. I'm going to take these little roles off to the side and I'm going to nail them yep. every time. I'm not going to try to be the head of like the wife in a in a sitcom or the, you know, busy working mom type thing or try to do like these movies. I'm just going to show up and every time you see me, you're going to recognize me immediately and know that you're in good hands. That was like early Will Ferrell and Amy yeah. Poehler. Like when you're watching um 
uh, what was it? The Pick of Destiny. Yes. And like Amy Poehler's there and she's got like a black eye. <laughs> I just like movies like this one where every, where you write the movie mm-hmm. so that every character is funny. Yes. You know what I mean? Where it's not like one guy, like Jim Carrey's mm-hmm. the only guy in the movie that's funny. That's like, mm-hmm. you know, like Anchorman or this, where like every character, like every line is just ridiculous, you know? Absolutely. It doesn't be ridiculous, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? Where everybody gets a little piece. It makes it funnier. Oh, absolutely. It's, um... The funniest movies are the ones where not the the person's not the funniest. It's the things the going situa- on around. Yeah, them. the situations are the funniest. It's oh, like it? everything is nuts, and then his reactions yes, are funny. Like you're I'm the straight man, and mm-hmm. all the shit that's how the crazy characters around me are what's mm-hmm. making it so awesome. And you can still have jokes in those circumstances right. and still be a funny and weird exactly. Person. But you're but not the yeah. But otherwise, like, that same character in a not-crazy world would just be annoying as shit. Yes. Like, it's just... <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, do you feel the same about, like, like funny women I find really attractive? I do, yeah. Like, like they don't even have to be necessarily attractive. I just, no. I, if I find them funny, I'm like, man, you're yeah. hot. Yeah, she looks like Margot Kidder a little she bit. She does, better. she's attractive. But... But, um, yeah, no, I've always, no, it's, it's all the same things. It's qual if you find certain qualities attractive. Then... Like Catherine O'Hara. Okay. Jesus, do I find her hot. Catherine O'Hara, I, she's yeah. really honestly funny. Yeah. I don't find Amy Schumer funny, so I don't find her hot. No. I apologize to everybody out there in Amy Schumer land. I'm not really. Yeah. Although she's in, in a movie with Goldie Hawn. Which Snatch actually... looks funny. Yeah. Like I like Goldie Hawn a lot. I like Amy Schumer sometimes. And then other times I don't like her. Like I've, I've like, I mean, I watched her show. Yeah. And there's some sketches that just blow me out of the water. Yeah. And then there's some sketches that where I'm just like, whatever, I don't give a shit. Yeah. And it's not like the subject. <gasps> oh, Daddy's going well, for it. Or not Daddy, someone's going for it. Perry. Simone. Uh, it's like I'm Ed- going to become a country star. Yeah. What is it? Country star? Yeah, she's going to Oh, Paris. Paris to be a model. Yeah. What's killing what kills me too is like when you create a ca- again, you create a character like this and you do it over such a long time. All the decisions that you had to make at the beginning, and then now you have to keep his voice and the way his voice changes. So he's got that kind of that high pitched, nasally kind of regular thing, and then the one that goes a little throaty as well. As yeah, that. and then the and like those three things that go in and out and in and out, and he knows how to use that. And what? it's just like it's that's all. I think lot after character like, like well, once you've created a character and after doing it for so long, I think it's probably just second nature. You well, it's probably second. Think about it. It's probably second nature but i think like you also probably created this role with no intention of it being your life right. for the next 35 right. years right and you're like i have to sustain this i don't think so i wouldn't be bothered at all if i could be in one movie and mm-hmm. everybody's like man that movie was awesome and he was yeah. awesome and i was known as like who cares i would be bothered if like they were finally <laughs> like oh look at this one trick pony like i would be bothered like and like Mike Myers is an example where, like, you he makes his uh, Austin Powers and everybody likes it. Yeah, and he does his Shrek and everybody yeah. likes it. It's all the same voice. And it's all the it's all like the same stuff and doing whatever. And then people will go, oh, he's one trick pony. But it's like everybody was liking it, so everybody gives loved a crap. it. Yeah, exactly. But then he comes out with something different. And then they're all like, oh, this sucks, this sucks. And it's like, well, what do you want it's from me? True, it's it's true. like, you can't tell me I'm a one-trick pony. And then when I go out to do something, something else, you just say I'm human See, that's garbage. that's like the curse. That's the yeah. curse, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I mean, mean people that's... are stupid. Yeah, that's not fair. Frame. Actually, Mike Myers, looking forward to it, he's going to play Del Close, like the father of improv comedy 
in a movie about his life. Really? Yeah. Looking I just looked at it. That's funny because I just looked at the thing online and why we don't see him anymore. Yeah. There's a lot of those articles. Anymore. There's so many. There's like, why won't anybody hire Allison Hannigan anymore? <laughs> you click one of those, it's yeah. over. Yeah. It's like, I don't go online and it's because of these things. Yeah. And it says like, why doesn't Mike Myers act anymore? And you click it and it's like a little paragraph. And then it's like, now click next. And it's just ads. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I can't leave, you know? You can't even find the text amongst oh, the Oh, no, I know exactly. Like sometimes it's not even what you clicked. It's like <laughs> 25 actresses who look nothing like they did in the 80s. And the first picture is of like Erica Alaniac. Mm-hmm. And you click it and she's nowhere even in the thing. Yeah. And I'm like, the fuck? Like, and it's all ads. And then something down there's got boobs. So I click that. Yeah. And then this warning comes on the screen and says, you're going to jail. The FBI is on its way. Yeah. Well, the, they did one one time. It was like, Gabourey Sidibe's weight loss will shock you. <laughs> and I hadn't seen her in a long time. So I'm like, maybe she lost like 200 pounds. Right. Like, who knows, right? So I look it up and she's lost like 80 pounds. So she looks pretty much exactly the same. <laughs> and I'm sorry to say that because like, I, it's, you know, you feel, you, I feel happy for her that she's, you know, in, in a way healthy. But I mean, you look the same. I clicked that one. Yeah. I clicked that one. Yeah, I, I never found her either. I was like, oh, I'm not going to click I'm good. I'm good at finding them. But it's just like, you look, you were the same don't don't act like you're not the same it's like that would be like me and i'm like okay i lost eight pounds i'm like boom i'm a different man it's like my that, long, what that means it, is my pants are a little bit more loose slightly yeah when maybe like this it's because she's going to continue mm-hmm. like she's continuing to lose the weight but i hear you <laughs> Yeah, six hundred pound woman loses yeah. 50 pounds you're like you're good, yeah. good for you yeah well and that's like those um Oh my god, there he is again. Look at the size of this guy. Can't even yeah. run. Yeah, I know. I can't tell if that's his real body or not. I feel I like mean, they put some stuffing in his gut. I think it's like two guys like stacked. Uh-huh. Like he just moves all weird like somebody like a midget on stilts, a little person. This, oh lord. This hot that <clears throat> hot dog in a stick cart instantly reminded me of going to uh of watching the jerk and then like having the uh pizza in a cup. <laughs> God, I love he, the he, he reminds me of like I'll see you in the parking lot. <laughs> oh well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, jo- Another, yeah, I agree. The Jerk is my favorite comedy of all time. Yeah, and I watched it with somebody, and they like never laughed at all. I am. I couldn't believe it. They were like, "You feel what's funny about this?" I was like, well, "Are you yeah. insane?" Well, even back in high school, I was such a Steve Martin nerd. Like I, you know, I was watching like Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid yep. ones that nobody was doing, yep. and then I also had. Uh, I still have all of his plays. I have The Underpants. I have Picasso at the La Panagia. Oh, that's and all those ones. Like I've got all those. I had the books like Cruel Shoes mm-hmm. and. Uh... Yeah, you had his uh, essay books. Yeah, and his that essay books one. were hilarious. Yes. What was the name? One was Cool yeah. Shoes, and there was a newer one that was really funny. I can't remember. The, the one book of his I haven't read is the one, his, his like autobiography about his life in stand up. Oh my god, it'd be amazing! I would love to. He's it's out. He it exists and it's been out for a really. I long should time. read that actually. I uh-huh. don't really like to read biographies all the time, but I love Steve Martin. I would totally read that. I love I love reading biographies. Like even. If if the person himself isn't that interesting, if they were surrounded by something interesting, like Jay Moore's uh, "Gasping for Air," yes, that sounds like a good read too. Actually, I've got it. If you want, if you want to borrow it, it's I can do that. Actually, yeah, I read this big, huge book on SNL. Yeah, and it was like literally like just the thickest book ever, mm-hmm. and it was through all the years, everybody talking. Yeah, and it was not like I wanted the dirt. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what the book said it was going to be. And everybody you could tell was like skirting around the issues. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to hear all the dirt on Chris Farley and stuff. I needed to start crying, but I still wanted to know. And I wanted to know what they really thought of Chevy Chase and all this shit. And they never really. Actually, good stories about Chris Farley and the Jay Moore book, actually. Because when Jay Moore was there, Chris Farley came back to host. Right. And he was getting calls from him. And he's like, am I funny? And like it was like that kind of. I I believe I heard these stories. Yeah. Well, it's all in his documentary now, too. I think it might have, yeah. Yeah. Um, I laughed my way through that whole thing. Yeah. I love Chris Willie. Dead or alive. Dead I'm or laughing. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. It was a really good story. And I didn't realize how many. It's one of those things, too. You forget how many people came up together. Like, and they're all at different levels now. But you see these guys. It's like, oh, that guy he that guy he came up with was a writer on Conan. Oh, that guy. Like, um, I can't remember his name, but from Seinfeld. You know the one episode where he, they go to the party and he's the guy who like gives everybody the job at the party. He's like, yes. Can you? And you're, like, you're on the music. Yeah, and he's always like doing the like the yeah. guns and the wink, the winking gun type thing. It was like he was one of the guys who came up with him and they were really close friends. And uh Bob Odenkirk came up with him and they, no were, they were in Second City together. Yeah, Bob so, Oden, Bob Odenkirk said that the, the, the pinnacle of his career mm-hmm. and this is Bob Odenkirk. Right, starring in things, writing things. He said the pinnacle of his career was seeing, was seeing Chris Farley do the skit he wrote, which was a man down by the river. Yes, and he said that was the best part of his whole. That's is that yeah. crazy? Yeah, that's it's not crazy. It's, I can totally understand yeah. that because it, it's so iconic. Uh, <laughs> Satan's helpers. <laughs> oh, something we didn't talk about. We were talking about the Super Bowl a couple episodes ago. Um, the uh, many episodes ago, maybe. <laughs> Uh, depending on when this gets released, but the, um, <laughs> did you did you see the live commercial? No. Yeah, dude, there, Adam Driver. Uh, he was in a live commercial, oh, I heard about and he this. came out and mm. they actually said the, what the score of the game was, type thing, and then everything started going wrong. Like he like they go to shoot, and then it's like it, his it all That's explodes. The point of it, right? And yeah, and it was Snickers, and it was like you know uh, life goes wrong, you know, <laughs> like life like goes wrong when you're hungry. It was really quick, and you didn't even realize what was going on. You're like, oh shit. Why do they look more like pirates and or the grown-up version of the Lost Boys <laughs> yeah. than bikers? No, no, they sort of look like aviate, old aviators mixed with the Lost Boys mixed with, like, <laughs> bikers. Mixed with Duck Dynasty. Yeah, like, what the fruit yeah. these guys, Like eh? that guy. Because, actually, that's the guy who was just yelling there, the guy who reminded me of Adam Driver. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, speaking, he's a, speaking he's of Kylo Ren. looking dude, eh? He really is. He is proof and that he was even worse looking he was in the military oh hey see this lady here this is elvira this is cassandra peterson that's elvira yeah this is cassandra no. peterson who plays elvira which is why the I elvira would recognize picture. those tits anywhere that's how yeah. you knew her right it wasn't by the face no no i just mm. I, I read earlier she plays biker mama and there's no ah. way that's not biker mama no she's that dude with the baby mm-hmm. hat on she looks really different now because she was at again we've said this a million times on the show she was at niagara falls comic-con uh, last year and she looks so different what do you mean uh, well because she's not elvira and she's not elvira she's and she's an older woman oh now. she didn't show up as elvira no no she showed up as herself and uh but you can get like a good looking lady yeah and but then when she gets elvira up she looks like elvira she looks like exactly like she did when 20 she started 30 years it. ago like it's just and i mean the you know the my stuff. god how many times did i have to watch elvira mistress <laughs> of the dark because of my sister you watched it a lot of times oh my god a lot of times i think oh, you saw it about a hundred yeah. times before i saw it once oh my god is Michelob still a beer yeah 
this this is not the i want somebody to keep track of this for us i've asked if that is still a beer more than once not nicola but i asked about something else in the first episode and like marked for death i remember goes that's still a beer and you're like yeah like it was like an obvious one oh yeah i was like budweiser yeah you guys just like this guy seriously this guy's never like even looked at a bar before so it's, it's, a, it's a real question there's nothing wrong with it unless you got absolutely nothing wrong with unless it. you got one of those <laughs> vending machines that has the hot peanuts i'm not interested <laughs> See, anybody who's out there that's got a bar and you want to get people in that don't drink, you better get that hot peanut machine oiled up. Why is it, especially again in road trip and or 80s movies, you get to the biker bar and there always has to be some kind of way to calm them. No, to sway them. To, yeah, like, yeah, like, it, but it's like, we're all going to kill you. Oh, I'm going to do this one thing. And everybody's like, now you're our friend. And it was the exact same thing in... Um, uh, fanboys yeah uh, where it was it's like the, it was like the gay it was like the gay bar the blue like, oyster biker, but like it's all blue. <laughs> yeah like it's, I, I like uh well, you mentioned the movie because it, it went up against it uh what is uh ain't nobody leave this bar without singing the blues yeah, yeah, from yeah. Uh, adventures of babysitting yes so you have to make up an impromptu song that maybe they'll like and i yeah. guess they'll let you leave and it constantly 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 happens in all these different movies even um <laughs> i love that this is one of the funniest <laughs> moments because i remember thinking <laughs> i <laughs> i remember when i saw this like i saw this a few years ago oh they're going with him yeah. to the hospital yeah i saw this a few years ago and i just remember and that's like <laughs> when i'm way more critical of it than when i'm a kid right i'm like why on earth uh would like he just be able to ride a motorcycle all of a sudden that's a very difficult thing yeah. to do and then he just he gets annihilated the hell out of it it was fantastic dream sequence i can't remember if francis even has the bike i don't think he does i can't remember don't say anything i, I, can't, I can't remember i think what you know what would be hilarious <laughs> is if he goes back to that area where it was stolen. It's, and it's and just it, the pull over. Yeah, it was the pull over. <laughs> it was just some of his chain links fell off and he just assumed. I, I think, like, I, I don't know if I told this one already, but whatever, we go around in circles all the time. Yeah, all like, the time. Shit. I retell the so many and, stories that uh, my wife's going to leave me. <laughs> and then you'll retell that oh, story This is Beetlejuice right here. your wife left you. Yeah, that, that, I ever tell you that story about my wife left me? Oh my God, Yes. <laughs> Okay, go, go ahead with your Oh, story. yeah, I had a story. That's right. <laughs> we were at a bar in Toronto. Mm-hmm. My friend, we were on the patio because my friend rode his bike and he was paranoid it would get stolen. Yeah. It was literally 15 feet. Mm-hmm. The people, we were all in a round table and all the, oh, my God, that guy did surgery on my, is this your yeah. dentist? Yeah. Oh, my God. No, my dentist was a lovely woman and she did a good job taking care of me. Happy I'm still ending? swishing out. No, uh-huh. I'm still swishing out my mouth with uh, salt water. Take that to mean what it is. <laughs> 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 and his bike was stolen while we were all sitting right there. Wow. I mean, it was, you could see the bike clear as day. Some people were facing it. And all of a sudden we go out and his bike is gone. That's how good they are there. I would defriend. Oh, that's how drunk we were. I would defriend the people who were facing it. I'm like, okay, guys, you had, you had <laughs> I one think job. I was. I think you had I one was job. actually. <laughs> I was Can't one trust of you. the people. You see what see what happens? The stories we've told today have exposed <laughs> you for being present when bikes get stolen. Yes. I think you're the decoy for I some mess. I, I stole my own <laughs> bike. The, you, I keep stealing my old bikes yeah. and I forget about it. You basically they don't suspect plan- you if my bike got stolen, yeah. right? You keep planning it out and then like just oh look at dude from the Wonder Years. Another tie-in because we had the wizard tie-in and now we've got a tie-in between the wizard. Well, the Wonder Years. Yeah. See, there we uh, go. He found the bike. Uh, there it is. I like that he still has his bow tie like uh, 
exposed. Oh my god, this movie's gonna end like every Mel Brooks movie ever. <laughs> yes, Here, on a on a lot. Oh my god, running around on a lot. Yeah. There goes the Batmobile. Yeah, I lo- that's what I like. I like when it's a specific lot too because they can use anything that they have licensed. I like that. Oh man, I look like Barry from what's it called? Oh my god, Milton, Milton Burl. Burl. Yeah, there's a lot of. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Milton Berle, he's in, he's one of those guys who's definitely so dated on the uh, time. Oh, that yeah, was like was a weird. It was like around. a weird stormtrooper yeah, or something, eh? Yeah, this uh, reminds me of friggin' Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Should be absolutely. some cartoon characters running around. I would very much like to watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit soon too. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, see, there's, just, oh, there's there's there they are. That looks like something out of a um, almost. Oh, Dracula in Bram Stoker's yeah. Dracula. Kind of. It was kind of had like yeah. sinews on it or something. It yeah. had like, uh, you know what I'm saying? I wonder if those are the guys from Argo, like the the um, the script that never got made. Oh, type thing. Like, Battlestar Galactic or fucking Flesh Gordon. Flesh like, Gordon. Very penis shaped. You remember when we stumbled on that bad boy? Flesh Gordon? Flesh Gordon. Oh, it was like, yeah. and it was just like lasers started hitting everybody, started having sex. I'm like, we're watching this. It's happening. The sex rays. Oh, yeah, it was something else. I blame the sex race for lots of shit. <laughs> you know? I do. I Got do. my penis stuck in one of them quarter machines <laughs> where the where the peanut M&Ms come out. Nice. Sex race. I got my penis stuck in one of those. You know those um those when you like deposit or when you um donate the coin and you let it like spin around. Oh around. yes. I don't ask me how, but I got stuck there. Sex rays. Sex rays. <laughs> sex rays or a wizard did it. Figure it out. That's it. Wizards created sex yeah. rays. I like that it's like nuns and orphans and he still has the bike prominent in the middle of the scene. He's like, I just keep it near me. You know, it goes. Oh, <laughs> uh, she's not happy with what's going on. I was a kid being a little bastard. Were these nun like I've seen these nun outfits before? Have were they ever real? Like these giant weird head things? Yeah, I think so, they yeah. look like paper airplanes landed on all their heads. <laughs> well, that's I a love child. that's Mickey Rooney. All right, I li- I like that because I like it's not the. He's an asshole kid, but he's an asshole professional yeah, instead of like, I'm rich. Don't you know who I am type thing? He's <laughs> just like, let's get your shit together because I'm a professional here. <laughs> you know why they used to wear those things like that? Because when Mother Teresa would walk in, you'd put your head down because if she made eye contact with you, she was fucked, dude, for real. Honest well, to God. Well, totally messed. Nice. And that's why you needed it like that. Well, she'll be fine. Plus, you could shield your eyes when she would beat on the dying people. Nice. I just think it was trying to keep lesbianism from happening. So that you oh, don't bump block those you. things. Oh, yeah. when you're going to eat muff. It <laughs> blocks you. That's exactly It's that. not even that I'm that immature. The idea of like girls going down on each other. It was just the use of the word muff. <laughs> That's it a just, blocker. That's like yeah. the cone they put in a dog's head. It's for fucking lesbians, man. Yeah. Started with lesbians. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, and on the Isle of Lesbos. Oh my God! Here's a hilarious thing. So he's facing off two elephants. There were supposed to be three elephants. One of them didn't make the shoot because it was stuck in traffic. Seriously, that is a thing. They were all painted. There was supposed to be a third elephant that was a different color, and it was being transported to the set, and it just didn't make it on time for the oh, shoot. They're like, I just use two elephants. I like instead. when they say that. Where's that elephant? Traffic. Yeah, because they were all supposed to be like lined up. <clears throat> it's like so, just like blocking the alley. Look at did that you guy's notice, got some speed. Did you notice the one elephant did like a move too? Like I think he yeah. messed up because Pee Wee ran and said something. Yeah. And they, he did like a... Well, you know sometimes when extras 
they like you know they act up a little bit yeah. in the background that's what that one was doing he was mugging a little bit so his, so his friends would on. for sure see him i don't understand why every, like everybody chooses a bike as their th- as their mode of transportation oh, this is like the guys. first time yeah and it was like because like the first guy who chases him has a friggin bike Oh, this is very much like the yeah. Batmobile, eh? his little mm-hmm. bike here. Oh, absolutely. It was like, I think this is how he got Batman, was he made Adam West's Batman in this movie in so many different right. ways. Totally. And then he was just like, yeah, I'd love to make Batman. Dude, I was actually I disappointed. Like... I read an interview with uh, Michael Keaton, and he was going to do uh, Batman Forever. Really? And then he read the script and he's like, I am not going to do Batman forever. He's yeah, like, this good is... call. Well, because like he knew Tim Burton had left and he's like, well, I'll still look at the script and I'll do all that stuff. And he's like, what are you guys doing? Like, this is not nipples. Yeah. Well, no, Bat- no, that was, that wasn't that one. Batman in brackets nipples. Yeah. No, that was, that was Batman and Robin. Batman is that the for... one with the Riddler? Yeah. Batman he was, forever. Yeah. That Batman forever was Riddler and Two-Face. I read that was too much, man. Yeah. And when you watch Jim Carrey in some of those movies, dude, I watched Liar Liar like not long ago. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. It's like, I can't even, I can't even get through this thing. Yeah. He was white. And like, oh even the ones where like, cause it was unacceptable for him cause he was like a lawyer. Like he would be institutionalized, but in like something like Ace Ventura where it's, that accept- was a good one. it was acceptable, yeah. but it's still like, he can't watch it too much. It's no, still annoying. Can't. Me, myself and Irene is good. Me, myself, and I re- is, is it the best because it's understated. Yeah. It's a little bit at a time because the one side is normal yes. and the other side is crazy. You're not. And he's just... not going that nuts. No, no. Like yeah. that courtroom scene, he's going. I was like, no. oh, I was like, that's it. I was like, I can't, I can't even handle this. I was like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm sorry, Jim. Like, I forgot that. I tried to get through the Grinch. Yeah. Oh my god, I made it like five minutes into that movie, and I was like, how did they even put up with this guy on set? Yeah, I can't, I can't do the. Grinch. It was like, holy god. Well, that, and I'm so attached to the original Grinch to add, like, 40, you know, yeah. 45 minutes 40 of just extra garbage. Minutes. Like, I would have, just make a short. Just make one that's exactly as long as, oh, I love this. <laughs> it's like I, the real Godzilla sound it sounded like, too. Yeah, probably. Of course it's gotta be some Japanese guy. The whole crew, yeah. right? <laughs> well, of course it would be. Hit him again! Bring him up nice. in the air! <laughs> <laughs> They probably kept this in the shot too. Like if you if you watched that movie, that, the, that this would all be happening. Or it, King Kong. This is Godzilla versus Rodan versus Pee Wee versus Giant Santa Claus. Happy fun time. Right? <laughs> it's all. Did the in guy that directed that crappy Godzilla movie with Brian Cranston? Didn't he do Rogue One? Yeah. That Rogue One was awesome. Yeah, Rogue One was fantastic. Well, and Godzilla had some Sucks. good. Had well, but it still had, it had the right moments it, oh my god here's it, twisted sister yeah anybody who doesn't know twisted sister this is them oh I, my god i like that they're just doing this on the lot like they're not doing it in a on a stage which would be the most obvious place for a, a thing to be shot <laughs> you're gonna burn in <laughs> hell yeah. oh god it's just in there like this was considered like d snyder that looks like him yeah yeah it's d snyder um this would be this was at the time considered hard rock like this was metal this is heavy shit like that's just like well I, now these still like black sabbath out and yeah stuff, they still right? no they like, still existed but these guys like it was a different type of metal yeah. it was like the hair metal but it was still it was still the heavy it was still considered heavy yeah. rock and roll i, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I like i i always like the just the the unlikely <laughs> like yeah. how that guy goes for it eh oh, i know 
<laughs> tries to yell too. Yeah, why not? And it looks like they just said, just go for it. See what happens. I'm not, I want you to know right now, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. But I can do a killer Tarzan yell. Yeah. I'm not going to do it because You'll, it will blow the microphone out. It will blow the microphone out. I have two sleeping children. Exactly. We don't have a studio yet. One day, one day. That's my dream. Is if so, uh, we we were doing. Oh, I love this. We were uh, we were doing like that bullshit kind of. Oh, what would you do with uh, you know ten million dollars type thing if you won the lottery or blah blah blah. And I said I want to open a place specifically for the purpose of like just creativity. Have a couple of like studios. Have a couple cameras. Of, uh, like have have cameras. Green but let screen. people allow people to rent the space. Yes. and Use the space. So if somebody wanted to come in and do their own podcast, they could rent us. They could rent a. That's a good uh, idea. A, a like recording your own studio. studio. Yeah. If I had, if I want 10 mil, that's a good idea, but I think I'd try and make, that's probably a better idea. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd probably make a movie. Yeah. I've always wanted, I always want to be, it's too late now, man, because anything I can do it, I ain't the rock. But you, man, you're I, the rock. I always wanted to you're be an rock. action movie. You better save them monkeys, bro. Mm-hmm. Well, I liked, um, it was a Paul Shear who loves, uh, he loved bad movies and he loved like crazy Nicolas Cage. Yeah, helping him out. I know. And he loved crazy Nicolas Cage. A pink dog. Well, you gotta have a pink dog. <clears> but <throat> um, he actually, out of here, buddy. yeah. So he loved he loved crazy Nicolas Cage and he got in a movie recently with Nicolas Cage. No and he way. got to like and he's like, hey, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. The old bulldog. And then yeah. those dogs did their own stunts. Is that fake smoke? Because yeah. these animals could be hurt. No, they're all dead. That monkey's probably going to do nah. something real bad to that None dog. You're going to watch out. Everybody was talking about that movie, A Dog's Purpose. And whatever. Oh, yeah, what the frig? They well, were like apparently, drowning a dog. No, it apparently never happened. And apparently, basically, like they just took, took like, a picture a of the dog in the water and then was yeah. like, it was all over TMZ. It, it was like a little bit of footage, but apparently, like, there was a third party investigation outside of. Uh, all that, and they determined that it was. I saw was the story on TMZ. Yeah. And I was like, do I stop looking at this picture of Ariel Winter's boobs? Or do I go over and look at the... I just... No, it never happened. It just no. never materialized. It didn't happen. Yeah. You just kept looking at those boobs going, those boobs are the sister of Pugsley Adams, you aren't got they? You that right. <laughs> Pugsley Adams. Yeah. Her, her brother played Pugsley in the Adams oh Family Oh my movies. God. Yeah. See, this is why I'm oh. here, man. That was good. I was like, what the first... What are you talking about? It doesn't even make sense. It does. It makes total sense. Wow. You better save them before they... Fr- <laughs> <laughs> this <laughs> it was a wonderful monkey helping out eh? again it's uh, overkill scenes like it's one of those comedy rules if anybody doesn't know this comedy rule you go <laughs> this still keeps favorite. going past the snakes no, eh? uh, what... <laughs> <laughs> the... <laughs> yeah it's Co- the best comedy is when you go overboard to the point where it's not funny and then you keep going until it's funny again oh uh, like fucking family guy oh my god buddy you're stepping on snakes bro that snake yeah. got away in the sewer yeah this has got animal rights yeah. all over it and the reason i don't think it works for something like family like a lot of people love it but i, I mean it. it doesn't work for me for family guy is specifically because it's there's not enough time you can do that in a movie you can do that in a like something that takes a couple hours you know yeah. you can't do that in a 30 22. on a 22 minute show it's like you can't have a one minute joke where you're just blinking at each other and then somebody finally says like cornhole yeah or something like yeah that. yeah like write your own material there guys <sighs> well that's still my favorite joke i'm sure i've said it on one of these episodes which was in the simpsons when they're, right. they're looking at the italian criminals and it's like you've got like sideshow bob and all these different people and then they open it and it's uh peter griffin and it says play and underneath it says plagiarismo and then they flip it over and then it's it's uh, american dad and it says plagiarismo plagiarismo <laughs> <laughs> oh she just went for a kiss yeah she's she got good in that dress yeah she looked really good in that dress and it's very charlie brownish 
If you like, like the stripes. Oh my oh, god, that was Tango and Cash yes. back on the force. <laughs> that reminded me of like where you've been keeping yourself. Yeah. This dr- predator. <laughs> this drive-in is actually the same drive-in used in Greece, so it's got like lots of Greece tie-ins going. It's a fucking greasy place, man. Yeah. Oh man, Let's the drive-in is my favorite thing. I know, I do too. Okay, man. guys, shout out to the Canview drive-in from Font Hill. I love the drive-in. Um, we, uh, yeah, I, I go, I take between going with my wife or going with my kids or whatever, I go like eight times in a summer. Oh my God. You got to bring me with you, man. Yeah, I'll go. Nobody wants to go to the drive-in well, with me. Well, I go, like, I also work nights, so it's like sometimes I've gone by myself to the drive-in. Because I'm like, oh, I'll go see these two movies and just waste some time just so I can stay up late. Yeah. Because I've got to like stay up late. when it's like... Like the holiday Sunday, and they mm-hmm. show four movies Dust till in dawn. a row. Dust till and dawn. one of them does not belong in that four yeah. pack. Yeah. And it's the like, one you really want is the last one. It's like three, yeah, it's like three family movies and then The Ring. <laughs> the um, <laughs> Rape Town. You know, like, oh. Um, yeah, they're nuts, but they do the uh, retro ones too. I took. Uh, Did you? I, I took Abby, yeah, at the end of the season because they only get like a couple of new movies, and so the rest of them they co- uh, the rest of the screens they cover with retro. Oh, that's wicked! And uh, if, around Halloween, I took Abby to see Monster House and Gremlins. Sweet. So, is it cheaper? No, it's the same price. Yes. Uh, but it's still cheap. Morgan Fairchild, Morgan Look Fairchild, at the hair on and her. James Brolin. You see Morgan Fairchild's hair right there? That's yeah. what my hair looks like. Yeah, that's when the, when I grow it out. Yeah, and the, wash it. Yeah, there you go. That's the father of Thanos right there. There he is. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman. Lames Herman. That's awesome. P.W. Herman. Oh, Jesus. Ninjas. I love it. <laughs> I, <laughs> this is exactly how I want my story told. <laughs> Chops. James Brolin, too. If anybody's not watching it, that show Life in Pieces, he is killing it on that show. He's good. I like him. Everybody on that, though. Diane Wiest is, like, the funniest person in the world on that show. (laughs) She is. It is a fantastic. What's it called? Life in Pieces. Life in Pieces. It's all about one family, but it's it's told in four short stories. Ah. And it's really good. And it just like, so it like covers like, oh, what's going on with this part of the family? But it's not all in necessarily interconnected. Oh. And sometimes it is. So but it could be so years later, like, years No, before. no, it's all taking place around the same time. Okay. But it's not like what they're doing has any effect on what's going on everywhere else. Right. Like you might see in the, like in the first one where the two people are having a fight. And then you might see in the fourth one how they're keeping their distance from each other now. But no real mention about the fight right. to each other, right? Uh, he but, just tried to break that convict out of prison, and that cop had no problem with it. Yeah. Well, because, you know. <clears throat> oh, I, lo- I love his bad actor. Watching a good actor be a bad actor is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> right. Because you got to do it proper. Yeah. And it's difficult. It's like, well, because I want to just play the scene, but now you have to act. <laughs> his, 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 his lips are moving with the. <laughs> he's bananas good. Like, it's so. <laughs> It looks right at the camera. <laughs> That's all. It's just a lot of. I think they turned him into like some James Bond kind <laughs> yeah. of a character, eh? Yeah. That's how. <laughs> That's how it was, man. That's Look how that. it really was. That hot dog looks fucking awesome. It does. There was a hot dog <clears throat> that I saw in. Um, it was like there was listing like the world's. She already knows French. Well, of course she does. <laughs> Well, it's French immersion, man. You, you catch it quicker. <laughs> right, anyway. But uh, this predates Rosetta Stone, where she would have learned it in a month anyway. Right. But uh, this episode brought to you by Rosetta Stone. Learn French, <laughs> learn French in a single month. Oh, these guys are like fancy bikers now. 
Oh my god, they look like Doctor T from the Electric Mayhem. <laughs> Who the fuck? Oh, I love it. He's giving snacks to everybody too, man. Well, he probably for selling the. Uh, <laughs> this is where all his money is now, right? Because he sold those rights, and if this movie does well, that's that's money in his pocket. <laughs> um, still got milk duds. Yeah, little budget talk on this. So this was a six million dollar budget. Made $40.9 million. So gigantic hit. Uh, debuted at number three behind Back to the Future and Summer School. Oh my God. Summer School was number one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweet. No, Summer School was number two. Hey, Back to the Future it. was number one. But here's the problem. It was number three for six weeks. Wow. All six of those weeks, Back to the Future was number one. Wow. So the first week, Summer School was number two. The second week, Volunteers was number two. And for the next four weeks, Teen Wolf was number two. So Back to the Future and Teen Wolf were back to back. It was like Michael J. Fox was killing it, but then so was Chubbs because he was he was number two and three. That's right, <laughs> so, Chubbs. Yeah, man. He must have been the fucking king of the world in that day. Those days, eh? Mm-hmm. Got well, two movies in the theater right well, now, babe. Well, what when you watch Teen Wolf, you see that he's like partying and he's like getting in between the girls' boobs, and I'm like, he was getting women being like the fattest guy in school yeah. because he just owned it and he had these killer shades, yeah. and it was like, it was awesome. She's fancy. That's those that are so Yardley Smith. I, I was gonna say that's so Madonna and like a virgin. Oh, it is very. There's oh, Phil Hartman. There he is. I miss him more than anything in the world. He was a genuine genius. Yes, agreed. Everything he did, be it overdone or underdone, was exactly the way it was supposed to be. Every impression he did was amazing. Yeah, but everything was exactly the way it was supposed to be. Nothing was, like, you never heard him say, oh, he needed to back off this character, or he needed to bring it a little bit more. It was always perfect. Yep. And it was just, and, like, a lot of the things he played are very normal. But then at the same time, some of the things, like, he was in, in Three Amigos. When he's just like all he does is like make those phone calls, take the amigos' clothes and stuff like that. Right? Oh, like right. just... I love Three Amigos. What a great mm. movie! Another one of my favorites <clears throat> and another Steve Martin written yeah. movie. And Lauren Michaels wrote some of that too. Like, oh my god! Yeah, Steve Martin and Lauren Michaels wrote the movie. Well, I but like it's yeah, it was Steve Martin's story. That's another one. We'll do that because that's one of my all-time favorites. Uh, oh, there's the pink one! Yay! And now he's got all the snakes. Is this Pee Wee going to go over a big slappy Pee Wee kiss here? Yeah, he's going to ask her to piss me. And ask her to kiss my Pee Wee. Never said that to Look at that before. weird nose. I know. Is that a nose job at I that think point? I think so. I think it's a lot of nose jobs. Like it's you you know something's fucked up when you know you're you don't have round nostrils. They're just slits. It's like Slit you can't Yeah, if you can't pick your nose, don't bother. Making out with Josh Brolin. Ooh, yeah. James Brolin. James, yeah. Josh was a child Just give at this me a point. Brolin. Blank Brolin. Bring it on. Ah, uh, what a great Hey, movie. what where uh, was Pee Wee Herman bike? as himself? What? Where was his bike? It was the kid, the kid in Hollywood. The um uh, yeah. yeah, the Hollywood yeah, kid right. had it. I like cast five people. That's it. It's like everybody else, you were just you're not the cast. You're just people you're in order of appearance you're just whatever i'm trying to like recognize names a toru tanaka was uh the guy who was a job odd job yeah great name guess. professor toru tanaka well yeah that was a pretty decent guess hey you know the one asian in this movie it's all right buddy tanaka. can't get anything past me that's <laughs> right you nailed it i want to be biker three yeah so there's cassandra peterson as biker mama. that's her cassandra peterson yeah. so yeah biker it's... mama 
Oh no, there was oh he, there's some another Asian guy, Japanese director, but C- none of the other C- guys. All the other guys were technically extras, I guess, because huh. they didn't were not they were not um, Corey and Trace Eubanks. Nice. Were they Re- Bob Eubanks? I think they're relatives too. What's Stunts. his name? Kevin Eubanks. Kevin Eubanks. Eh, oh eh, shit. Eh, eh. <laughs> One of the stuntmen's name was Don Happy. Do you think he was just like caveman? Like Don Happy. Don Smash. Yes. I think that's exactly what he was like. Oh man. What a fun movie. What 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 would what could be stolen from you that you would do like Pee Wee? Where I would like, go like, like to... Would, to the extremes. What would it be? Huh. It has to be an object. It can't be something living. Because I was gonna say okay. like my chinchilla, but fuck that chinchilla. Yeah. I'm going to steer it and eat it. <laughs> it's so soft, dude. It's wonderful. It's so soft. I tell you something, man. It's like fucking a cloud. I, I wish sometimes that I could be shrunken down to her size so I could bang that sweet chinchilla <laughs> pussy because she deserves it. <coughs> She's a good girl. Such she a deserves good girl. it. But I can't. It made me choke. Can't even get my little pinky in there, man. Oh. <laughs> I tried to finger it. <laughs> just get um, Just get like the smallest little magic bullet. You can get and just... What can I get stolen? <clears throat> Uh, I don't know. If it, if it, it was back in the day, it would have been like my N64. Yeah. If you just stole my N64, I fucking lost it. Um, I would pro- probably my camera. I think, mm, you know what mine would be? I yeah. think I, I have a, a penchant for like old cards, like yeah. Garbage Pail Kids, oh, Dinosaurs Attack. I go to the flea market and buy them all the time. And oh, if somebody my... stole my collection, I'd probably lose it. I, I would... really, I don't know why. I just, I don't know why. That's the one thing people collect things. Yeah. I just like these stupid cards. I've got a bunch of like, I had a bunch of really interesting football cards. I was like, I'm going to try, because I, I had collected cards so long ago. You had and... that big coil too of yeah. the uncut. Yeah. Oh, ha- do you still have that? No, it got so damaged. It got, it was you like stuck in something, man. All my best stuff is gone. Uh, somebody who we grew up with stole my Wayne Gretzky rookie card. Right here. <laughs> yeah, if no, only, I would never. If stole only. No, he card. he stole it when he moved away, uh, and it was just it crushed me, especially because one just recently sold for like twenty five hundred dollars. <laughs> but um, <laughs> or like some GI Joe that you beat the shit out of. Yeah. Like, hey, if you had just not stuck this up your ass. I and, uh... well, there's another one. I had the entire... Now, this is the thing from the back in the day, but this was all my fault because I was a kid and I played with my toys, God forbid. Yeah. My cousin gave me the entire collection of the Star Wars action figures. Like, you know, the Luke Skywalker yes. where, like, the lightsaber slid out of his hand and same yeah. with the Darth Vader yeah. and the Obi-Wan Kenobi. And... So yeah. we had all that awesome stuff. It came in the case, so they all had their own spot. It was like 30 different guys, and I had the Millennium Falcon. In I full. remember the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, so I had all of those, and I had like just the the useless guys, like the Trandoshan the guy who's got like the elephant face. The guy's so useless, up. I don't even know who that guy yeah. is. Yeah, but there were so many of those guys, but then I had like the Lando with the cape, the separate cape and all that good stuff. That I had separate all... cape was like huge, that's all that shit. Well, it was, and that's the thing, it's like from a toy collector's perspective, those things are worth like that collection i probably could have got like 15 grand for how do you know though like and this you're gonna be that nerdy guy that like buys two Just copies of something and keeps piece... one aside yeah like... yeah well as a kid you have no how idea you know, that right? well because nothing was worth money back yeah, then. no no nothing so it was like that like that Not kind of thing lives. but the last one i had was my darth vader and he had a really long lightsaber 
And I, and I remembered that. And my one cousin got mad at me. I had him for some reason. I had him with me at a park. We were like playing with toys at the park. It was like one of those camping places. Yeah. Like a koa or something. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. And we were playing and he got mad at me and he took the thing and he threw it up into this area where I couldn't get to it. And I just didn't have it anymore. It was gone. And I had to tell him. Uh, it was last Christmas. I was like, yeah, I read this article that one of those sold for two grand. It was Did like you that, then that say you owe me $2,000? Yeah, I, no, I stabbed him in the heart. Oh, great. That's it totally was, worth 2000 I was just like, so much of that. It was like, if I would have kept all those things and I didn't lose my cards and if that like unfolded, because that unfolded when I had a Bobby Orr card. It wasn't like a rookie card or anything, but it was like, that was the era. Yeah, I so I mean, that was were worth like Hall of yeah, it was completely uncut. Yeah, because so they're uncut. Rare, they're on like because it was rare. Like somebody just ran off from the factory with it before it got cut or something. Mm-hmm. So it was so, yeah, it was so worth it. And like, had I had all those things and in the right condition, I mean, Jesus, I could have paid for school. I could have bought a car. I could have bought, so bought more toys. I put save those and then sell those later. Um, if anybody, uh, my Instagram is uh, JK Findlay. Uh, if you look way way back into my uh into my past i did for a buddy who collects the star wars figures he bought the rancor yeah. action figure which is like considerably is big no 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 the big one the return of the jedi that tries to kill loot when he's like trapped down and he oh to, but like, he's like Ooh, crying yeah yeah, yeah. Ooh, he killed my monster and so um my buddy purchased it and he was like it's in the falls would you mind going to get it for me and then i'll give you the money for it on Monday, because mm-hmm. I was going to see him on Monday. So I had a whole weekend with this thing. So I have a series of pictures that I took with this. I took like eight or nine pictures and I posted them all on Instagram so you can see what I was doing with it. We watched Return of the Jedi together. So and it, so I got a picture from his like point of view, right. like just over his shoulder, watching him watching his scene. <laughs> and then I've got... And then I put him in bed in my bed and he looks like he's like sleeping in the oh, bed. Oh, I didn't you keep that toy. It was um, right next to my sleeping wife. And I didn't, I wanted to take like a wide picture. So it looked like he slept with my wife, but I just like, I, I, I just respected, I respected her privacy. And then I had him like when he rode on the train, I put the seatbelt on him when I drove him home from right. the thing. So like it's just a bunch gnome. of those things or just search a rancor's journey. I don't think anybody else took pictures under that. So hashtag a rancor's journey. You'll find it. <clears throat> Something awful is going to come up. Guaranteed. Yeah. It depends on how you spell rank. Core. Yes. R A N K C O R E. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Rankcore dot That's when, when stinky people are being chased oh, and they have yeah. to get and they have to get from A to B as fast as possible. Um all right, well, seeing as the credits ended like four hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh I think we can wrap this one up. Uh we hope you enjoyed the episode of Pee Wee's Big Adventure. We hope you enjoyed seeing an out of focus Tom Berenger for a couple minutes. Oh yes. Um we will be back next week. We will. With something. Something, that's I for get, sure. We we honestly we'll be rambling about something. Yeah, we honestly don't know when this one's gonna air. So I mean See, it might be hot out they, right they now. They don't know if we're not we should do one where we we don't actually watch the movie at all. <laughs> we just pretend. Yeah, you did it. Well, you just say it. some facts. And we'll be like, oh, look at that. There are a handful of movies that I could do that, but I would still see it in my mind's I eye. Think Terminator Two, I could do it for. Yeah, yeah. It's like and it, lots of comedies for me. Like I'm thinking of uh, like a Three Amigos or something right. like that. It's I I could get through pretty much the entire. I think damn I could do Three Amigos too. Yeah, yeah. So tune in next week. We'll let you know what we're gonna do the following week. That's how this show works. If you haven't figured it out yet, you watch the movie 
And then mm-hmm. two weeks from then, we'll tell you what we watched. There you go. <laughs> How about that? Figure it out. That would yeah, be a great. You figure it out because I'm not gonna. That would be a great one to do. Is we actually comment on the movie and then the, whoever guesses what movie we were t- doing commentary on wins the prize. But we can't, we there would be have to be certain things you couldn't say. Yeah, you like could the actor. Well, or you the, could you could say some actors, but none of the main none actors. none of the main actors. You couldn't say any of the character names. No character names and no, no plot synopsis. I guess right. Yeah, or, or well, very vaguely because everything's the same. Yeah, little actions. Your daughter got kidnapped. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's. That's every fucking movie going, right? Take so, it. Damn it! So God. that may happen. That may happen one day when when uh, Todd and I are looking to spice it up, and if people start emailing marriage, and if people start emailing us, and we have appropriate prizes to give, I have some. I have some prizes. They're and all again, pictures of us. Darnell versus Tristina versus Griffrau. Griffrau. There is the copy of Marked for Death, our first movie. Signed is, we will by si- Steven Seagal. It's not signed by Steven Seagal, but okay, we will sign us, Steven Seagal's yeah, one name. One of us will forge Steven Seagal's name. Yeah, that's fine. That was uh, twice. Bobby Moynihan did that on a show one time. He gave somebody a copy of, uh, it was like a copy of Lost. Right. With his signature on it. <laughs> He just like signed. He's like, yeah, I signed. I remember it. somebody at one of those pawn shows had a picture. It was like of a big star, and uh, another big star signed their photo, like as a joke, because nice. the person didn't know they were. That was, hilarious. and the picture was worth like astronomical. It was yeah. like, yeah, because it's it as was. rare as a composite. It was like, yeah. I, it was like Bob Hope signed it, and it was Cary Grant picture, yeah, or whatever, you know, like in a regular, yeah, or something. Cool. All right. Word. All right. Well, go find those irregular autographs. And you can get our irregular autograph if you win. are our first super fan. Email in, go to miscastcommentary.com. You know how to find us. We talk about it. And if we you do. watch us on YouTube, I have a crawl that tells all the information. I, oh my, all of it. Yeah, it's all like Tubs it's our, in the tub right now. No, it's our Twitter stuff and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. So you know, how, so if, if you don't know how to follow us and you don't and you can't find the website, go to YouTube, look up Miscast Commentary. There are all the podcasts are there. All of them. Yeah. And if you live in San Francisco, you just heard them all. You did. San Fran's loving us, eh? And I'm loving San Francisco treat. I'm, I'm just, I'm terrified that it's some kind of weird bot that's like fucking up our numbers. Oh, God. So if you're from San Francisco it's and you're Russia. actually listening. Nobody's listening. Russia oh. hacked into our podcast and they're making us think like we're big superstars. Thank you, Comrade Putin. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> because. Vladimir. I needed that. All right, guys. It's late. I'm tired. I want to go uh, rub up against my life, my wife. Uh, Your life. Well, I, wanna, I was going to say the same thing. I'm going to rub up against my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to like stay out here and just be like, "What's happening? <laughs> What's become of me?" All right, we will catch you guys next week. I promise. Yeah, yeah. Then it. This has been Miscast Commentary with your hosts, Joe Finley and Todd Murray. Executive producer, Joe Finley. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Visit www.miscastcommentary.com for all news related to the podcast. Miscast Commentary is a Miscast Media Production.